Hi friends, this is our last episode before we take a little break for Christmas. And I'm sorry I'm a week late on releasing this episode. I was on retreat last weekend and didn't get this one finished up in enough time before I left. But thank you for your patience. And we will be back with an interview episode with a guest couple in mid-January. I hope you all have a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 90. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. We're Cameron and Amber O'Hearn, and today we are talking about prayer routines. And at the time of this episode's release, we are a week or two maybe into Advent. Nice! Happy Advent! Happy Advent! It's exciting. Actually, maybe like when this releases... I might actually be on a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to pay attention, but there's, I think we should post a picture of our little set we got going on here. Okay. <laughs> it's comprised of pantyhose screens. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing, guys. a stack of board games. Our new mics came in, but now we're having an issue with the h4n recorder and so we've had to kind of get things <laughs> they don't need to know this never mind we'll just cut this <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to cut it okay but um... yeah it, it just looks it, it's just hard to concentrate but I'm, I'm i'm listening now okay you will be on a retreat yes in michigan michigan yeah all i'm those, so excited for you i'm so excited too all those sisters are going to be praying for us before we get there and i'm bringing faustina with me and everyone's gonna hold her Nuns and babies. <laughs> i'm imagining all you could ask for yep okay so prayer so that's what trans- we're talking about now you oh, got a segue actually it's a perfect segue into my story because my story involves nuns okay does it have a twist ending uh it has a surprising ending really <laughs> Really, though? No, okay, it doesn't. Ahead. You can probably tell right, where just... the story's going. Okay. Right. Um, so, before Cameron and I were even dating, I was going on a retreat with the Sisters of Life, who are, they're just lovely and wonderful. And so, um, I was... Uh, Introduce with, the conflict. I was with a couple of friends. Oh, Here's here the conflict. Comes. Okay. And it was snowy and cold, and I was probably Miserable. underdressed. And the funny thing is, there wasn't really a place for us to, there wasn't like a specific stop for us to get off the bus. So we had to talk to the bus driver and ask him to like drop us off at like this random like go between place. <laughs> and so he drops us off, and we're kind of trekking to um, the retreat site. And was this a, a discernment retreat? Good question. I thought I'm legitimately trying to remember. I thought it was a discernment retreat. And then when we arrived, I found out it was a co ed silent retreat. It's a sign. <laughs> You're so, supposed to be co ed the rest of your life. <laughs> um so anyways, back to the story. So here we are, we're trekking. I'm with my two two friends who are with me on this going to this retreat. And I'm kind of complaining a little bit, and I'm saying what I could really go for right now is a bowl, a steaming bowl of lentil soup. That just sounded so good to me. And so we get to the uh, retreat site, and the sisters come out with um, a bowl, 
with a cover over the top of it and they take off the cover and inside the bowl was lentil soup (laughs) and then my friend sarah said "Ooh, he's wooing you (laughs) (laughs) jesus is wooing you yeah um because it was exactly what i was praying for in those uh cold steps (laughs) yeah and god listened to you exactly yeah simple as that so god hears us and that is the story (laughs) that's great yeah so speaking of lentil soup oh that was now it's your turn to talk (laughs) about prayer transitioning to from lentil soup to prayer okay here we go um cameron yes well first of all let me say what the catechism says prayer is okay okay so prayer is a gift of grace and a determined response on our part. So it's a gift and it's a response. Mm-hmm. And it's a rising. So St. John, how do you say his last name? Or Damascene? Damascene? Yeah. Um, he said that prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things from God. So you've heard there's different types of prayer. And Wait, the let, catechism let's sit talks on that, that for a little bit because can, is that okay? If I yeah, take we a can little... sit on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> so there's this book by Dr. Peter Kraft. Yes. Um, who, as the super fans of this show will know, is my like idol, uh, my favorite author. And I met him once. Um, <laughs> uh, so he wrote a book on prayer for beginners and his big thing he kept coming back to is not a method but it's to begin Mm. so prayer for beginners is like just begin start doing it it's actually really simple doesn't mean it's easy but it's really simple so the saint john damascene quote of prayer is the raising of one's heart and mind to god Mm -hmm. if you are doing that you are praying if you're trying to do that you're praying if you're just saying words and you're not trying at least to lift your heart and your mind to God, you're not actually praying. Mm, you're just sitting there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because the catechism says that prayer cannot be reduced to the spontaneous outpouring of interior impulse in order to pray. One must have the will to pray. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to be good at prayer. Yeah. Yeah. You have to just will it. Just will it and it might be terrible right. and difficult and yes. you might be distracted most of the time. Yes. But if you're willing to pray, you're doing it. Mm, Pat that's yourself great. on the back. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Pop quiz. Okay. I'm ready. Cameron. Do you want me to answer now or after you ask the question? After I ask the question. <laughs> I really don't know what you're going to ask. Okay. What is the source of prayer? Didn't you just say it? No. Well, well, maybe I said it, but I don't think I did. What is the source of prayer? The source. Um, hmm. Let's see. Jesus is the word who sends the Holy Spirit. Prayer is conversation with God. I mean, I want to say 
This is my answer. I'm thinking Jesus because he's the word of God and he reveals God. But I, I'm leaning towards the Holy Spirit being the source of prayer. Mm. That was a great answer. And if you say false. No, true. Oh. Well, the answer is love. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, is the Holy Spirit. Exactly, yeah. The Holy Spirit is, is the love. gift of God, mm. is the love between the Father and the Son. So true. You got Nailed it. Nailed it. You actually gave a more detailed answer than what I was looking for. Than the catechism? <laughs> Well, I chose one little segment of the catechism, oh, okay. but you probably okay. explained it a little bit better. Pop quiz again. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you a pop quiz. You next are time. always giving me oh, yeah, pop quizzes. True. That's why I'm doing this. Okay. What is the foundation of prayer? The foundation. This is so fun. <laughs> foundation of prayer. Relationship. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> the correct answer is... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, I don't know. The correct answer is humility. Okay. Humility is the foundation of prayer. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, why would you say it? It goes back to what you were saying about you don't have to like, have the perfect method before you start, that you need to just humbly come before mm. God and begin. Let him do what he wants to do. Exactly. Hmm. What do you think? Any other thoughts on that? Humility. Yeah, I'm trying to think of examples. Well, maybe I should read a little bit more about what it said. Because I th when I think of humility, I just think of like, I have to remind myself what humility actually is. Hmm. It does make me think of the Annunciation. Mm. Because when we pray the rosary, that's the mystery that has as its fruit humility so that's interesting so when i look at the annunciation i see mary come she's not even coming to god she's just there god comes to her mm. sends his angel and says here's what god wants to do and mary says let it be done to me according mm. to your word so i think that's a good model yeah. for prayer it's just being there yes showing up yeah letting god do what he wants let it be done to me according to your word right yeah so the after that the catechism goes on to say that only when we humbly acknowledge that we do not know how to pray as we ought are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer because man is a beggar before god mm, can you read that again yep it's tricky with the with page turn <laughs> Oh, it's okay. good texture. Only when we humbly acknowledge that we do not know how to pray as we ought, are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, some <laughs> the mistake I usually make when I come into prayer is is two main things. I heard uh, Matt Fred talk about this. He had an episode on prayer recently, so mm. the Matt Fred show. Or it might have been Pines with Aquinas. But we'll link to it. Check it out. Uh, he, he talked about how we often pray until we don't feel guilty anymore. Mm. We just pray until we like, okay, oh, now I feel like I'm not guilty anymore. Mm. Like I did what I'm supposed to do. So we're like waiting for a feeling to happen. The other problem 
I run into is just I sit down and I have like three things I want to do for prayer. Mm -hmm. I want to read the daily readings, want to read some kind of quote that's going to inspire me, want to do my special prayers for whatever intentions. And I end up just doing a bunch of stuff. Mm. And I never do the thing where I'm raising my heart and my mind mm. to God. And lately I just sat on the couch because I actually read that quote actually from the Matt Frad show. <laughs> so St. John Damascene, he, he quoted him as well. And since I heard that show, I've been sitting on the couch and thinking like, okay, time to raise my heart, and my mind to God. So I just mm. think about him and t talk to him. And um, raising the heart, that's an interesting one, though, because raising the mind is more straightforward. You're just thinking about him. Yeah. I wonder, let me throw this out, okay. and you can tell me what you think. So um, the catechism talks about, you know, the five different kinds of of prayer being uh -oh, petition, a... thanksgiving, oh, okay. petition, thanksgiving, intercession, adoration and praise Ooh. and i feel like adoration and praise i are kind of lumped into that quote from saint john okay because i think the raising of yeah, one's yeah. mind right. and heart mm. like adoring god and giving praise to god i think are well the catechism separates them into two different things i know we're all over the place but i thought of um Something that St. Francis de Sales talks about when he like walking through how to pray. Yes. And the first step is always recognize you're in the presence of God. Mm. And I think that's kind of what St. John Damascene is saying. Yes. It's like when you sit down to pray, don't just start doing your things. Right. But take a moment and recognize, oh my goodness, you were here all along. You're here yes. right now. And I can, I can actually talk to you and you're listening. Mm. You hear my desire for lentil soup. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, so yeah, that's recognize the, first the presence one. of God and then let him do what he wants. Right. But what were you going to say? That the, you're, that's actually, I gave him out of order and adoration oh, okay. is actually the first one that's listed. Okay. Yeah. Adoration and blessing. It's I found, so um, I found that like raising the mind is kind of easy because you start to think about God and mm. talk to him. When I think about raising my heart to God, I think about how beneficial it is to practice gratitude. Mm. Wow, thank you for this house. I have no idea how we have a roof over our heads right now. Thank you for my beautiful spouse. I, I The past three days, I've thanked God for a smoking hot wife. <laughs> I'm just like, thank you for this woman. Thanks, babe. Um, and our adorable blonde kids, like... When it doesn't take long for your heart to start to be like adoring God, mm. um, praising God. So yeah, I think that's a good, a good one-two punch. It's like recognize you're in the presence of God, and mm. then just strive to love Him because of the gifts He He's given you. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So then moving on to Thanksgiving, then moving on to your petitions and intercessions, and then ending with praise. I wonder think? if this is like too many things. Like Probably. someone who's listening to this, are they going to, are they going to be overwhelmed because there's so many yeah. steps? Here's what we need to do. We need to jump into what we do. 
Okay, let's do it. Let's just do that. Let's just get into the practicals of let's it. Do it. Don't you think? Let's do it. Okay. So uh, Pop quiz. What did I wear on our first date? Well, I know that you were dressed nicely because I was in jeans. <laughs> and I, I came that. over and you were dressed so nicely. And I was like, uh, I I'm going to go home and change. And then I went home and put on a dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were wearing a dress. I was in some kind of dress shirt. I think yeah, I, had a tie. I think so. I'm pretty sure you had a shirt and tie. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> you passed. <laughs> So what do we do in our prayer routine? Okay, so this is, we're just going to say what we ideally strive for. Okay. And let's preface this, preface off the off the bat at the beginning of this episode, halfway through this episode. Okay. <laughs> let's just say this. It doesn't always look like this, but this is what we're striving for. Yes. Okay, let's do it. The morning comes. 6 a.m. Cameron is up. He's out of bed. This he is gets, ideal. This yeah. is ideal. He gets, I'm up at six. <laughs> he gets that bag of coffee. coffee beans that were roasted two weeks ago. Yeah. He opens it up and he gets the, the water going for our French press. And then he comes into the room and he shakes the bag of beans <laughs> by my nose. <laughs> and then I smell the coffee and I say, okay, I can do this. And so... Then a few minutes goes by because I'm waiting for Cameron to finish the coffee. <laughs> and then I get up. Yep. And we usually both go into the living room, sit on the couch, and begin our personal prayer time. Yes. Which is scattered. Like, I, like a prayer routine, the actual sitting down and praying, I think it's helpful to just recognize that as time to lift your heart and your mind mm, to God. Yeah. And then there's... There's a thousand different ways you can do that. Like whether, like what, maybe ask the question, what helps you lift your heart and your mind to God? Yeah. Because for some people, it might be like actually being outside. Hmm. Um, like I've never found walking in nature to be a prayer, but some people say that. Um, what helps you lift your heart and your mind to God? For me, it's like looking around at all the things I'm grateful for pulling up the scripture readings for the day and tr letting them punch me in the face. Like, how can I change? Um, yeah, so I, I that's all I'll say about the actual sitting down and praying. Just mm -hmm. make it very simple. Lift your heart and your mind to God. I love that. And I think the key is knowing what you're going to do for your prayer. Yeah, like, if you are going to read the daily readings and that's what you are going to do for your personal prayer, or you're going to do... Liturgy of the Hours. Yes. Reading Lives of the Saints. Yes. The key is to know kind of what your plan is so that when you sit down, it's not like, oh, I'm just flipping around the Bible. I don't really know what I'm... Yeah. So just have an idea of what you're going to do. Yep. So you wake up. You do not check Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> you do not let the world in. Uh -huh. You go straight to prayer. Yeah, that's great. What have you been doing recently? Do you want to share? Well, yeah, I usually wake up after like 6.30, 6.45 because I slept in and then I'm on Twitter. <laughs> so um, you mean in my prayer? Yes, yeah. So uh, I've been doing the daily readings. Okay. So like I said, I sit down, try to lift my heart and my mind to God, pull up the daily readings, read those, and then I, um, at the end... I've been ending with Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be, Our Favorite Holy Spirit Prayer. Um, 
Maybe we'll share that at the end. Great. Let's pray that prayer at the end. So yeah, it's just uh, meditation on the daily readings and then praying my like set prayers, mm. like getting very specific on the day, praying mm. for certain things to happen. Lord, help me in this meeting at work. Help me, help me help my stressed wife. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, sometimes I'll have like a particular study that I'm doing that I'm kind of working through, like a particular book of the Bible, um, or a particular, um, book from a saint. Right now what I'm doing is I've, I've been starting with morning prayer from the book of Christian prayer, liturgy of the hours, Mm -hmm. and then, um, doing the consecration, um, to Jesus through Mary. And so I'll be finishing that up soon. But for Advent coming up, I do have a study from Take Up and Read that I got. So that has um, the readings and then I think some reflections and um, specific to Advent. So great! I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So wake up, smell the beans, pray. Mm-hmm. How long? 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. a good goal, isn't it? It is. So when we were on Net Ministries like on a missionary team, we had like an hour scheduled for mm-hmm. prayer. And that was when I came into marriage, I was like, okay, can I have an hour each morning? Um, yeah, that's a great goal. An hour would be a great goal. But the the important thing is you're setting the goalposts close enough. So you're actually attempting it and you build a habit. Mm-hmm. So like make it easy, <laughs> practice the art of showing up. And then you have a habit formed, and then you can increase the number of minutes you're praying. Right. I think 30 minutes is a great goal yeah. for everyone. If yeah. you haven't been praying at all, do five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Work your way up. Totally. Okay, so you pray? That's great. Yeah, so we pray. And then uh, Cameron and I will then say a prayer over each other before mm-hmm. Cameron starts his like work day. Like simple prayer, like, Lord, please give my wife your peace and joy today so Mm -hmm. she can embrace your will. Amen. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So it's very simple. Right. Right. Really simple. Um, Something I didn't mention, which I think it might be helpful just to mention this, is if we don't get up before the kids and then we get up at kid (laughs) o'clock when the kids get up, what we've been doing is still taking our prayer in the morning and I'll get the oatmeal going or Cameron will get the oatmeal going for the kids. And while it's cooking, we'll sit down on the couch and take our prayer. And then the kids will come up and ask us questions and we'll say, we're still taking our prayer time right now. We're still getting love in our heart for the day. We're so, talking to Jesus. Yeah. You can talk to Jesus too. Right. And I, I know some people are probably like, how can that even work with my family? <laughs> and it might not. I don't know. We get inter- interrupted a lot, but our kids are three and five. So you have an idea of the ages. Mm-hmm. So they're old enough where they can, you know, wait 20 minutes while we're cooking the oatmeal and can be playing together and in their room. And it ends up being that kind of prayer that doesn't feel very good. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I should have been up earlier. Right. Or I can't meditate at all. But we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're showing up and doing it. The goalpost is really close. We're just showing up five minutes 30 seconds of meditation, whatever it is, like you're showing up and doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think also that that's a good example to our kids that they see us, you know, taking our prayer time mm-hmm. in the morning, even though we weren't up before. And yeah, 
So I think I think it's good. Okay, um, smell the beans. Smell the beans. Morning prayer. Pray the prayers. Pray over each other. Pray at each other. And then Cameron goes to work. And then uh, we're homeschooling this year. And so before we start our homeschool day, I'll take the kids over. Pray to, with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> take the kids over to our <laughs> prayer space. So this is after they've had their breakfast. And once meal. again, this is ideal. Yes. So it doesn't happen every day. Yeah. I'll just... Yeah, this is our ideal. Well, you do a good job of that. But I mean, nailing all these things doesn't have certainly does not happen every day right, for us. Right, right. We do our best. Yeah, but, well. Yeah. We do. We do pretty good. We do pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. You're right. You're right. If we did our best, we'd really be getting up yeah. every morning on time. Okay, so I take we have like a little oratory, little prayer space in our house. And we go over there, kneel with the kids, and we've been doing, uh, we're memorizing Psalm 23 right now. So we read that through a couple times, and I'll just add a new verse to to what we know um, so far. You know, every week or so we add a new verse. And um, so we read that, and then I quickly scan over the story of the saint of the day. And I'll read parts of it and then I'll pull out things that I think the kids will be interested in. For example, like, oh, this particular saint has a brother just like you and they were good friends. Mm -hmm. And oh, this this saint loves to read just like you love Mm -hmm. to read. And uh, they love to tell people about Jesus and to care to care for the poor people in their community or whatever it is. Um, And I just try and make it brief. Uh, and then we say, Saint, whoever, pray for us. Nice. That's great. And then we do a morning offering, which I got from um, one of the guests, Katie. I'll link to her episode. It was a good episode on Can you hear my stomach kids. growling? No. <laughs> it's almost constant. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's a stomach growling filter. Maybe. Should we check on Foss? Or you think she Wait, can? listen, listen. She's so quiet. I don't know if we'd be able to hear okay. her. Okay. Go check. Time for a dad joke. So, how do you get in touch with the Vatican? You query a liaison. Query a liaison. Okay, so then we do. So then we do this morning offering from Katie Apaskas. I'll link to the episode in the show notes. Something she does with her kids, which is to Jesus through Mary, I give you this day. All that I think and do and say. Amen. And then we enter into homeschool time. Great. So, beans. God. Morning prayer. Spouse. Yep. Kids. Yep. That's not in order of importance. That's just in order of what happens. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And so then... Then everything falls apart over the course of the day. Right. We're stressed. I'm at work. I'm stressed about other things. Right. You're putting out fires. We come together. We eat dinner. And we have like... We do meal prayers throughout oh. the day. Oh, yeah. Just like the meal prayer. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have like 45 minutes before kids' bedtime. And what do we do, if you remember, from last ep- or two episodes ago? We give up. <laughs> no, we pray our rosary. Yes. Ideally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ideally, every single day we pray our rosary. Mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't look pretty. Um, it looks chaotic Mm -hmm. and the kids are 
using their rosaries as like fishing lines. <laughs> they're filling their diapers. They're no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's true. So we do our rosary and then, uh, we've talked about this before. We do a bedtime prayer with the kids that was in the bedtime episode. You can go check that out. And then when Cameron and I go to bed, we pray together a novena. Can um, I... And that's a great time. I'll just say no. this. All Super right, quickly. You... Okay. Well... <laughs> go ahead. That, that's a great time also for me to just think about the people in my life that I want to offer prayers for as mm. I'm meditating. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So there's another quote in the catechism. I forgot. My... It might be St. Teresa of Avila. Did you have this one? Let's no, see. but I think I read it. So the reason why you have all these set times in your day to pray, and maybe all you need to do because you have zero is add one of these. And if you have zero, add sitting down and praying, talking to God. <laughs> Raise your heart and your mind to God. Don't worry about all this other stuff yet. Yeah. But think about how you can add some of these into your prayer routine. Make it easy. Build a habit. And then you'll get better at it. But the reason why you have all these set times to prayer is because I think it was Teresa of Avila said, you cannot pray at all times unless you pray at specific times, constantly willing it. So. Nope. St. Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get the quote right at least? <clears throat> I'm just trying to compete with the catechism. But we cannot pray at all times if we do not pray at specific times, consciously willing it. Consciously. But you know what? <laughs> it's not a quote from someone. It's straight out of oh, CCC. the CCC. Great. What what did Nissa say, Mr. Nissa? This is St. Gregory of Nazianesius. Oh, Nazianzus? I don't <laughs> yeah. know how to okay, say Okay, here's that. what he said. We must remember God more often than we draw breath. Okay, that's great. Yes. And uh, where where is it in scripture, pop quiz, that it says pray constantly? Of course, that would be from Thessalonians. <laughs> <laughs> is it Wait, 1 Thessalonians 5.13? Yeah, I think so. That sounds okay. right. Anyways, um... Here, here's here's why that's important. Okay. Prayer is going to get us to be con connected to God, to, to our source of life, constantly aware that he's here and he loves us. Everything's going to be okay. Prayer is for happiness. Okay. When people hear, like, pray constantly or pray always... I think the immediate thing is to kind of water that down mm. into something that's kind of like, yeah, I'm always praying because I'm always like, you know, living in the present moment. I'm like here. Yeah. I, I go about my day and I'm, I'm at the soup kitchen and I go to mass and I love my kids and I'm all, my life is a prayer. Yeah. I hear that from parents a lot. Yeah. That... You know, I don't have the time to really sit down and take my prayer time, but I'm praying all the time. But if the day. prayer is lifting up your heart and your mind to God, are you really doing mm. that constantly? Because I'm not. 
I am. Because <laughs> if you're, because if you're constantly doing that, that is um, what the scriptures and the catechism are asking us to do. Mm-hmm. So we set up these like set times to prayer to pray. So there's <laughs> these little gaps we can fill in with with this practice of prayer, yeah. constant prayer. Yes. And we have we talked about practice of the presence of God? Have we talked about that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, quite a bit, I think. Cool. So. Brother Lawrence. Brother Lawrence. Mr. B, look him up. Yeah. B-Law, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that you mentioned that. Yep. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, let me just throw a couple things out okay. there. Okay, throw them out. Mass, adoration, confession, oh, fasting. Get, get it, get it. Do you okay. lay down a beat? <laughs> what do you want to say about those things? About all of them? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, can you list them again? Mass. Whoa. Here's here's what I just want to say. I want to take it as a group. We strive to occasionally have daily prayer. In, I mean, sorry, daily mass. Mm-hmm. In our schedule. For me with the kids, it's probably once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you usually make it a little bit more often because you go you go usually in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then adoration. We try and get to adoration once a week. Yeah. You maybe a little bit more. No, once a week usually. And then confession once a month. Yeah. And then... Sanctity, <laughs> everlasting life. After all that, I done. just wanted to throw those out there because I out. think it's part of. Prayer. It is. It's important to mention them. Yeah. Because if we're not building our life around God, sacraments, uh, prayer, uh, love of our family, if we're mm-hmm. not building our life around these events, then we just we end up doing what we want. Mm. We end up. Watching Netflix instead of praying our rosary at night. Hmm. We end up sleeping in instead of going to Mass. And it's why we are stagnant in our faith. It's because we're not we're not building our life around these big things. Hmm. So yeah, Mass is the source and summit of our faith. Yeah. Is your prayer life withering away? Like, go to Mass, receive Jesus, see what happens. Hmm. That's great. Um, I mean, we could do whole episodes on all of these, and we're not experts, but we have this cool catechism we could yeah. look into. <laughs> and I, this realization just hit me, and I know it sounds so simple, but it just hit me in a new way this week when I was thinking about what is my life? What do I believe my life is? What is my life? And <laughs> if I believe that my life is a gift from God, that I'm meant to give back to God in love and service to him then that just makes the the effort of of prayer um Mm. just um i'm tempted to use the word easier but Mm. it's like maybe easier is not the right word but it helps me to choose it easier Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. because it's not my life and i it is a gift that i want to give back to god yeah and for me, I think prayer can turn into a very um, emotional, 
sentimental thing. I'm like waiting. I'm like praying so I feel a certain way or I'm praying until I feel a certain way. And I go to mass because it sometimes makes me feel a certain way. I feel like I'm checking checking things off the list in a sense, like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But there's also a sense of the prayers that are just most effective. Mm. So we talked about the rosary, listen to that episode um, in the past, but the mass as well, even if you don't see a lot of like sentimental value from the mass, it is the best prayer. Mm. So objectively certainly it is the best way we can give glory to god um is by going to the mass because what's happening at the mass is not something we're conjuring up we're doing what's happening at the mass is the perfect son of the father is offering his life to the father Mm. and we're there Mm. and so participating at mass is the best thing you can do for your prayer Mm. and let that feed into the rest of your life um, the rest of your prayer life. That's what I'd say. Mm, I love that. Let's do a full episode on that for sure. Let's do it. Right now. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought I would just end with some a encouragement. Oh, okay. So for people who feel like they do not have a desire to pray or they've lost mm. that desire. Maybe they had it when they were single yeah. and their schedule was a lot more free. Um, mm. Here's a quote from... Uh, Paul the sixth. If you have lost the taste for prayer, you will regain the desire for it by returning humbly to its practice. So just doing it. Just do just it. Show up. Showing up. Sit there. Humbly before God. Smell the beans. Yep. <laughs> Smell the beans. Pray the prayers. Just be there. Lift your heart and your mind to God mm. every day. Amen. Holy Spirit, pray. Yep. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Holy Spirit, soul Soul of of my soul, soul. I adore you. Enlighten, guide, guide, strengthen, strengthen, and console me. Tell me what I ought to do and command me to do it. I promise to be submissive to everything you permit to happen to me. Only show me what is your will. Amen. Amen. thought for the epilogue okay um so when i was thinking about practicing the presence of god something that came to mind was maybe because we were listening to your film scores playlist (laughs) (laughs) while we were prepping for this episode yeah uh ink that episode in or the that segment of the movie ink yes which is a um independent film yeah how can it's like a really surreal fantastical uh independent film this guy uh jamin winans is the writer director uh musical score uh also like he did all the special effects he just did everything Mm -hmm. and you can tell it's a labor of love because the story is just it's it like the vision of the director got through there's it's not it doesn't hit all the typical typical beats mm-hmm. and it's not even that good until you get to the end and the end is like 
just thinking about it, you get yeah. emotional. It's an amazing film so because of the ending. There's this beautiful scene in this hospital. And what's happening is it's almost like this um, something that's happening in the spiritual realm. You're seeing what's happening in the spiritual realm and also what's happening in uh, the real world. Yeah, physical. The real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I almost said real. real. World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the physical realm. Yeah. And remembering that scene because it's there's basically like angel type figures and demon type yeah. figures. Can I say Somewhat. that? Mm-hmm. That are kind of um, like battling in a way, like it's, fighting it's for the soul. Basically of... between hope and despair. Mm-hmm. So you have one angel like holding back like six of these demons yeah. that are trying to come into this hospital room to to just sow despair yeah. and doubt. And whenever I am just in my day-to-day life and an experience happens where I feel, I don't always do this, but where I feel like um, frustrated or upset and I can like sense myself like getting really upset, if I can think about that scene, that visual, it really helps me realize that there's a spiritual battle going on right now and there are demons like fighting for our souls and I can make the choice to say you know what this is God's will and I'm just going to embrace it and I think having that visual kind of helps me to practice the presence I don't that's know that's awesome yeah it helps you practice the presence I think so because mm-hmm. because it helps me be aware of you know your surroundings fuss- yeah like what's, what's happening around you it's like Faustina drops like kicks a cup and it shatters on the ground you know, it's easy for me to feel upset and, oh, now i got to get out yeah. of the broom. Kids stay away and being really or angry like, about it. like, what's wrong with me because yeah. I'm so impatient and right. I can't hold my temper. But to realize, okay, how can I choose in this moment to practice the presence and yeah. just embrace this as God's will and handle it with joy? That's great. I don't always do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you did. <laughs> Um, what else should we talk about in the epilogue? I don't know. Anything else you want to? I don't know. Um, I'm excited to eat some lunch because I've been doing intermittent fasting. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, you know what? Let's tease the next episode and say, check out the next epilogue. We'll go into intermittent fasting. Great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Keep people on the edge of their seats. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, keep the buzz flowing. Yep. Oh, man. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh. (laughs) You can keep going. I was just... Thanks for listening. Now, what do you say? Um, (laughs) How do you, like, end an episode after the epilogue? Usually I say, until next time, you're in our prayers. We are. Remember in Cameron Arm. We remember you in our rosary. The days that we remember to do it with our family. Yep. Which is almost every day. Almost every day. You are remembered in our prayers. In our prayers. (laughs) Oh, send us your feedback. Sure. Um, We'll take it. Join our Patreon to get full, unedited, PG-13 episodes. (laughs) 
I'll stop dogging. I just, just gave look Cameron this face. Um, Join our Patreon to get unedited. It's tricky. You try to say unedited. Unedited. I know it's hard to say because when I say... said it on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I, I had to do re-record it like three mm. times. Try to say rural brewery. <laughs> try it. Rural brewery. Oh, wow. The second R in rural isn't rural. isn't as prominent. Right. You say rural. Rural. Yeah. <laughs> There's something I wanted to say that you reminded me of. When I said rural brewery? No, before, when you were talking about Patreon. Oh, <gasps> when you were talking about sending us comments. Yes. What do you think about the format? Because we've heard some people yep. might prefer it longer. Do yep. you prefer longer episodes or are you like And do you prefer Amber to interview experts in the field or her husband yeah who has the charm and the jokes so do you want expert opinions backed by research or do you want jokes backed by charm and goodwill we did get our first one one star review <laughs> shout out you've made it we've made it with the with the podcast or first one star so yeah, tell us. We really want your feedback. We want your questions. Ask us questions. Uh, we'll do like a question and answer episode two. Um. <laughs> what would make someone do one star? Like they really oh, they must have like. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm not even two stars. I don't know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we put a, at least effort into the episode. At least that? effort, yeah. <laughs> That's Effort at least prayer. That's gonna, that's gonna get us <laughs> we at show least up. two stars. We show up. Yeah, we have a podcast. We ha we ha legitimately have a podcast. <laughs> it has no. It doesn't even have our faces on it. <laughs> no. Nope. You put my face on it. Maybe. Post a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how we get more stars. <laughs> a picture of me. <laughs> I think we got the one star because I started being the. The um, comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the person actually loved us and they thought oh, that one star was like well, the like highest. first place. Yeah. And so oh. when you came on, they were like, I love that Cameron's on the show. I'm giving this one star thinking like one is the best. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not offended. I'm not. Well, you were a little bit. I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> I made me a little sad, but I wasn't. No one likes to hear that someone despises their existence. <laughs> they didn't even say anything. Hey, have they? we released just... that self-doubt episode yet? <laughs> yeah, that one already came out. You think if they were really mad, they would say something with that one star review. Yeah, they didn't say anything. They just hmm. one star. So Marge, if you're listening, you just learned how to use your computer. <laughs> like, go back, change your review. Put it at five stars instead of one star because <laughs> uh, it looks bad to just put one star. But you know what I've heard, actually? That what's good is that people are actually giving the podcast a rating or review. It doesn't really matter what it is. All right. All right, so people, whatever you send do, in your one star reviews. And do you know what would be up. even more helpful? What? Subscribing to the podcast in really? your podcast player. Yeah, because... They love seeing those subscribe buttons. Who? And then the people. Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah, the people at Apple. They like, here's what they do about the subscribe buttons. 
they love being able to say, oh, people who subscribe to this also subscribe to this. So it helps you to connect with Oh, people who listen to this podcast. So not really like sharing it doesn't make a huge difference. No, I think that's the most important. Oh, really? Wait. Okay, we can't ask people to do three things. What's the one thing you want everyone to do? I want everyone to pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can just pray for our family. That'd be awesome. But if we want more one-star reviews. Okay, what do we want them to do? You pick. I think... What's most helpful is like word of mouth, telling people about the yeah, podcast. Yeah, share with share with someone. Yeah, it's a great idea. So, smell the beans, pray the pray to God, pray with your spouse, tell someone about the podcast, pray with your kids, tell someone about the podcast, smell the beans, talk to God, tell someone about the podcast. First things first. There you go. <laughs> uh, signing off. This is Cameron O'Hearn. This is his wife. With diapers and disciples. (laughs) (laughs) This is the longest epilogue. Okay. We'll probably cut this, but remember that one time when I I used to sell Jamberry nail wraps, and I love doing that, actually. I'm wearing them right now. I think they're great, but... um, What's a jail wrap? Jamberry nail wrap. They're like little sticker things that go on your fingernails and toenails and they last a long time anyways when i first started that kind of like side hustle business cameron said that he would become my associate and he he practiced answering the phone and he said am's cam wait am's jams this is cam (laughs) i could call myself am's cam (laughs) i kind of like that (laughs) only if you call yourself mrs cameron o'hara I like that too. Yeah, cool. All right. All right. Signing off. This is Amber O'Hearn with Diapers and Disciples. This is Mr. Cameron O'Hearn and Mrs. Cameron O'Hearn signing off.